This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Too many people cut people out or tell them to fuck themselves back. I think you go with compassion and candor and it's something that you are grateful you did when you're 90 years old. You feel like you did it all that you could. So my question for you is how do you deal with a negative friend? You limit your interaction with them. Okay. It's real life. Like yep. a friend is not to be cut out. A friend is to be quarantined. <laughs> you need That's to, good advice. You basically need to do to your friend what you're doing to the coronavirus. Okay. You're going to have to spend less time with them. You should also be upfront with them that you're going to be doing that and that, you're, and that you love them. I mean, obviously, you're already getting emotional. So this is a longtime friend. Yeah. Best friend. No. But core friend. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Listen, it's, I think- it's the kids. It's the kids. Meaning? It, she's got kids. Uh, and? So they try and keep in contact and stuff like that. So. One more time. Her kids, she, friends with her her kids, kids. keep in contact with me. That's sweet. Yeah. And so it's been hard because she's super negative and I want to keep in Huh? And, and they're keeping contact with you because they're getting positivity from you? I'm guessing. I'm not 100% sure. But I, I, I've been a friend with her for a really long time. And she, her kids like, look to me as like an aunt kind of thing, which is awesome. Well, you but can, um, You can be there for them without interacting with your friend as much. And I'm sure that that will veer up and your friend will reach out to you and be like, fuck you, bitch. Like, you're not talking to me. <laughs> fuck my kid. I, I'm not going to let Usually them vague Facebook posts about it. So what's that? I don't feed into it. I don't feed into the negativity. And then she, she'll go and post on Facebook about how, without using my name. Okay. Subtweet. I get it. So yeah. listen to me. Doing, okay. the, doing the right thing is always the right thing. You're yep. strong enough emotionally to deal with the subtle jabs, even though it hurts your heart. Yeah, for sure. And you're doing this for the kids, which is incredibly noble. Yes. I also think a, at some point it's not against the idea of potentially reaching out to her and having dinner and really going there with her and telling her that you love her. And, you know, maybe that one conversation sparks her going to therapy or recognizing something in her. Like, I, I always think a last ditch effort with compassion, but candor, right? When you mix compassion with candor, right? When you're not attacking her, you're like, I love you. But this shit, you know, I think you'll always feel good when you're 92 that you, too many people cut people out or tell them to fuck themselves back. I think you go with compassion and candor and it's something that you are grateful you did when you're 90 years old. You feel like you did it all that you could. Right. Yes. Okay. I like that idea. You know what I mean? Like truly yeah. be like, listen, I'm not here to judge you. I'm empathetic to you. This is DNA and parenting and environment. I love right. friends our whole lives, you know, but that you, but listen, this is really tough. And this is like tough on me. I find myself pulling away because the negativity is unbearable. Your kids, you know, I want to be there for them. I love them because I love you. Like, is there anything I can do to help you? Like, 
like, please, like, tell me, fuck you, fucking Darcy, you think you're better than me. <laughs> I'm better than you. I just love you and I know what's happening. And, and, and then, because you know her, you're like, this is why Kevin doesn't talk to you anymore. This is why Rick broke up with you in college. Like, like, right. like but I'm here, I've been here and I don't want to disappear, but I can sustain this like, level of cynicism, negativity. Right. So like, what can I do for you right now to help? That level, that kind of delivery gives uh-huh. you a fighter's chance, a, a puncher's chance to maybe fix it. Yes. And I'd like to help her because she's got such a damaged past in her life that I'd like to be a positive support, but she just puts so much on me that I can't, especially with everything in the world right now, I'm learning how who is really super negative and who's going to come out positive and we just choose to be positive. So it's hard to... There's a even hear any of this negativity and if you look at china south korea even italy in the last 24 hours like if you look carefully there's plenty to be positive about we're all going to get through this yeah and and by the way some people are going to lose jobs and some people are going to lose family members like it, it's tough but yeah like, some people people look at the negative i'm saying to friends like hey i know you're scared but what if if the corona thing didn't happen you were living your normal life and today was the day that you were going to get hit by a car crossing the road and die Right. Everyone looks at the obvious negative instead of the not obvious negative. There's a lot of things that are going to happen. Somebody today stayed home and didn't do something that they would have done in real life that would have left to their death or unhappiness. Right. So they didn't even know. Correct. So anyway, listen to me. Okay, listening. Compassion and candor. Okay. Two good words. I think so. And when you mix them together and, they're co- and, and you come from a good place, which clearly you're coming from, yes. if, if nothing else, when you're 92, you would have done the best effort you could have. And that's what I want. I only want what's best for her, but she doesn't want to hear it. Correct. And, which means that you have to come at it from a different angle. And maybe the mix of compassion and candor, because look, candor has been very hard for me over my 44 years. I've gotten better at it, but I'm still not there. Uh-huh. Positive people tend to struggle with delivering negative points of, you know, you know, yes. having a frank conversation with you and saying, you're fucking negative as fuck. <laughs> yes. Probably something that doesn't come natural to you, given how I no. see you already. So right. I get it. And I'm going to say it again. Upfront compassion with candor might be something that works. Might be. Okay. Well, it's a good angle to take anyways. That's, that's all I was looking for. So I'm happy to deliver it. You're the best. As we end today's podcast, I want to give a huge shout out to the people, you know, it's so funny, people that leave reviews and written reviews of this podcast on Apple, Spotify, and all the other platforms just mean the world to me. You've taken an extra 13 to 95 seconds to show love and also give context to people of why this is a worthwhile podcast. So I appreciate that so much. And even more fun, because uh, I think we all love a little cosign or a shout out or a little awareness. Uh, I'm going to have the team give a couple of shout outs uh, daily on uh, our favorite reviews. So take it away. Which were our favorites this week? Thanks so much, Gary. Today's amazing five-star review reads, I love when you ask people, what's the piece of content that won you over? I've got my answer. It was 2019. I just gotten screwed over by a business deal and I was feeling discouraged because I knew I didn't want to be a business owner and a jerk, but I seemed to be surrounded by them. It was around that time that I heard you say, you can be kind and still be a great entrepreneur. Along with, I can build the tallest tower without tearing down anybody else's. Those two things have stuck with me every day since, and I'm happily building a business I can be proud of. 
Gary, thank you for showing me how. Thank you so much for that kind review. And to anybody else listening out there, if you leave us a review, you might just get shouted out in the next episode.